the American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Stapmiller. With you on this 31st day of March, 2020. And uh, let me make sure here. Uh, oh, uh, program note. Uh, tomorrow, 6 to 7 p.m., I will have Mr. Landry with us. Roger Landry. Just to give you a heads up, a lot of people like this guy. Got a lot of information, and all you got to do is ask a question and just hang on. Steve Elkins, how are you? Hey, John. Good. Doing good. Yeah? Doing good. A- interesting story I can start off really quick with here. I I, uh, I made Chinese today. Today was Chinese. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, awesome you're a racist. Went out. You're a racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no racism here. <laughs> I love Chinese, and so I made egg rolls. I went over to Wally World to pick up some stuff, and uh, I was walking in the store, and a woman, an Asian woman was coming out of the store, and she looked at me, and she had a mask on. And there was something written on her mask, and I looked really closely, and it said, back off. <laughs> I kid you not. It said, back off. Oh, and I walked in the store, and I'd never seen so many people with masks pulling their scarfs up over their nose and their, their face. I saw a woman who'd actually, and we talked about this last night, they're making N95 masks, the knockoffs, using a brassiere, cutting a cup off and the straps, and she had a bra on her face. And I looked over. It was one of those beautiful ones, too. You know, you see those really colorful, beautiful bras, and you're thinking, wow. And I could tell right away that was a brassiere on her face. And I looked at her. I gave her that funny look, and she looked at me like, what are you looking at? I'm saying, I'm looking at a woman with a bra on her face, you know? <laughs> it's crazy. I uh, I got a little kooky there. I got a little angry walking around, and and I said something, and one of the Walmart workers said, what's wrong? I said, uh, "This everybody's going psycho on this. They're going psycho. And, and I, I didn't even want to go out, but I have to buy some items, and I got to I got to mingle and see the psychos and the rubber gloves on the floor, and everybody wiping everything down. And I, I approached a woman in the same aisle. We were going in opposite directions here, and she looked at me and she pulled her shirt over her mouth and her face, her, her nose, as if I might be some uh, contamination. Um, it's just really weird out there. It's like a, like a Twilight Zone movie we're in, well, and we need to get out of the Steve. Movie. Um, I'm sorry, you were scheduled for work today. Why aren't you at work? Well, travelers travelers get uh, are the first to get, be called off. 
And uh, a lot of times hospitals, they anticipate a need of a lot more nurses than they really need. So this is not uncommon to happen. Uh, travelers get the first call off and the staff well, well, get but, the but, but see, but wait a minute here. That is exactly my point for bringing this up. If this was coronavirus going rampant and people calling for putting people at the border to prevent people from coming into Florida, if, if the coronavirus was a problem, whether you're a traveling nurse or not, they wouldn't have given you the day off. You would have been in that hospital well, right yeah. now. It's, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I learned today it was actually admitted. CBS News uh, played a clip, yeah. and it showed uh, mass chaos in a hospital, nurses and doctors scrambling around, lots of patients in the hallways, I guess, and uh, just mass panic. And, and uh, it was uh, a clip that actually was filmed in Italy, and they passed it off as if this is New York right now, what's going on in New York, which fits with that bogus claim and idea that they need 30,000 ventilators. Um, they are ramping up this. I mean, this is the classic. This is the epitome of what we call the fake news. They took a clip from Italy, ran it in the United States, saying His, this is right now, this is a true picture in real time in New York City hospital. Look how bad it is. We need those ventilators. I, you know what? Somebody should be fired on this, and oh. there should be some serious fines oh. issued, handed down for stuff like this. They well, really and Steve, why do you suppose they had to use that clip from Italy? Because it's not actually happening, happening the way they're describing? Because they don't have the numbers they want. Yep. They don't have them. Now, this, this brings on a whole lot of uh, scenarios. I don't know if you were listening the first hour, but this is the first time. Yeah, I did. Okay, this is the first time that this has ever been coordinated worldwide. And we have the WHO, we've got the CDC, we've got the United Nations, we've got a lot of globalist organizations in on this deal. And it's even been suggested that the, the way to defeat this pandemic and the ones that are sure to come is to have a world government because that can be coordinated so much easier. You know, never let a chaotic situation go to waste, but it's been it right. the it's been promulgated and promoted by these people. And they're and they're wondering I, I Steve, I'm watching this go down and I'm watching these talking heads and I'm going, Have you lost your mind? I don't know why Laura Ingram didn't lose her job. They fired Trish Reagan over at Fox, but they didn't touch her. I wonder why. Because she's probably got enough listeners or followers out there that they could get down there and dismantle the Fox building and everybody take a piece home as a souvenir. I mean, I am... Yeah, I received, a, I received a, a text from a friend of mine in Tallahassee. And like I said, this it's getting insane out there, what's going on with the masks and the gloves and wiping things down. I get a text saying, how are you doing? And then she leaves a little emoji, emoji, and the emoji had a surgical mask on. <laughs> I, think, I, I wrote her back, doing fine. I will talk to you more about this hoax later on. I, I just, I feel like I'm a broken record now, talking to people, trying to calm those fears now of what's really going on because they're getting so much bad information out there. Refrigerator trucks, bodies piling up. We got to put them in refrigerator trucks in New York City. We need thirty thousand ventilators. We don't have thirty thousand beds. We don't have thirty thousand patients. There's so much bad information that's just piling up, and nobody is taking it on. Sean Hannity, all these guys are just talking heads. They're just keep fanning those flames 
and keep this thing, keep this fear factor up high. And uh, I, I actually heard the, one of the funniest things here. They're talking about some of the industries are going to get hit really hard. And they're talking about selling a house or buying a house right now. Well, nobody's be buying, nobody's buying a house. Nobody's probably selling a house. Doubtful. Everything looks pretty, pretty uh, dim right now in that area. But uh, there's a real estate company out here that was talking about. Now this is a bad time we're in, but you can still sell a house and buy a house. And they're starting a new way of doing it now in real time. You go on the computer, you do a virtual walkthrough on the house, and you can ask questions. And actually, they, they, their, their pitch on this was uh, real estate from the safety of your own couch. <laughs> you can buy a house. Now, I don't know about you. <laughs> I've got to walk through the house. I've got to look around. Yeah, but I'm that tactile person. The, yeah, uh, coronavirus <laughs> walking through and, and you leaving your spores and your respiratory droplets there. And, yeah. and they don't know how to clean the house. And the next person, people come in behind you. And this thing is out of control. The, the panic is out of control and it's not necessary. And I'm looking for the time, the awakening time. Like I said, when are they going to wake up and realize they've been duped on this, this whole thing? When the numbers don't get there, you and I agree they're going to be saying, oh, it's because we contained it so well. We didn't reach 25 million. We didn't reach 2 million. We didn't reach uh, 45,000, which is less than the regular flu deaths in last year's uh, tally. So, I don't know. I'm waiting for people to wake up, John. Well, they're, they're going to be forced to wake up whether they like it or not because there's not going to be dead and dying people and there's not going to be emergency you know, hospitals or anything else. I, I, am, I am totally amazed. By the way, Fox News, uh, I read that article a couple of days ago and reminded people that there was a court case about Fox News as whether Fox News was a lie to, allowed to outright lie or distort news. And the verdict came back that, yes, you can. So we're now seeing CBS. Before it was ABC. Yeah. Now it's CBS. Well, you know, John, propaganda, and we saw this before, propaganda is not illegal. Which is amazing. Propaganda <laughs> in, in itself is a lie with a goal in mind. And, and, and propaganda is not illegal. The government does it all the time. So if they can do it, I guess mainstream media can do it. You know, uh, the by the way, the uh, uh, auto companies you want to talk about, yeah, you can shop for your home, your new home online from home. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Housing sales are down. Everything is down. The auto companies are not moving any cars whatsoever. They still have inventory, but people aren't buying cars. But I just saw an ad the other day from a local dealer. I forget what it was. Toyota, Honda, doesn't matter. Well, we can get you financed. You can come on in. We get you. We can put you in any car for a term of eighty-four months, yeah. seven years. Yeah. And, and you know what? There's not a rush of people going out there going, "Oh hell, that sounds like a good deal." Well, the economic fallout. And, and no money down. Yeah, no money down. The economic yeah, fallout. No money down. Seven years. The economic fallout caused by this coronavirus is going to be a whole lot worse than people may think. And I just want to read this quick excerpt here. The economic fallout resulting impact on our fragile just-in-time supply chain infrastructure from COVID-19 and resulting austerity and deaths may easily surpass that was attributed to the 1930s economic collapse in the U.S. during the Great Depression. 
and may last for a decade or more. When it didn't have to. What the banks did back in 1929 after everything blew up, they just shut down for a year. They, I'm sorry, 10 years. They did not make loans, commercial loans available. They just locked everything down for 10 years. Well, here we go again, but as I said before, Steve, uh, the banks are kind of like being held faultless at this. And a few people in the United States are realizing Imports is a major percentage of what America needs to maintain the lifestyles. 90% of our drugs are now coming from China. And here are people that couldn't make dog food without having toxins in the dog food that might kill your dog. This happy rush to globalism and trade that was set up that was only one-sided, you know, I, I, I really don't care about what China is doing. I care what we're doing. Why are we not producing stuff for our own consumption in this country, Steve, that maintains a certain amount of control? Now we're this interlocked, interdependent, we're depending on everybody else, and how's that been working out for us? This idea of nationalism, oh, that's passe. That's, we're in a brand new order of things. Not the one that I asked for. I, Steve, I am just... <laughs> I don't know why. You know, John, in the first hour, I listened to your first hour, and you were talking about Agenda 21, which is now, it's been ramped up about a year or so ago. It's it's now called Agenda 2030. They're, they're mm-hmm. moving faster mm-hmm. to reach that goal of the year 2030. And uh, I've been to those town council meetings, and I want to warn everybody out there, if you ever attend these town council meetings, and you want to hear what's going on in local government, and if you hear this one word, this is equates to uh, Agenda 2030. The word is sustainability. If you ever hear them talk about sustainability, sustainability, and that's the key word, that is Agenda 2030. Look closer at what they want to do in your communities and how they want to downsize and pull you away from certain areas and uh, make bring in the mass transit so you don't have to get around with your own vehicle anymore. Anytime you hear sustainability, that is Agenda 2030. And as brought up by a previous caller in the last hour, that this is all over our town and city councils. They have all their little agents, their change agents, in place. And while people are locked in their homes and afraid to go outside, or and I want to get around to this psychosis because I'm seeing this start to affect uh, people, people that you it is uh, people that you thought were just as solid as rocks are tilting at windmills now they're flying off into space someplace so pray tell your psychosis theory there yeah we got a commercial coming not for five minutes oh good good i can dive into something yeah um we uh we are creating uh well it the disorder has always been there i just haven't seen a lot of it in my life but uh we are now going to see more germaphobes out there, people with these masks. When this is all over, you're going to find people who are not going to be trusting anymore. The uh, psychosis is already set in. It's, it's ingrained in their, in their DNA, you want to say, I guess. But uh, they're the, these are the people that will continue to wear the gloves. They will continue to wipe everything off, scrub this and that, uh, the masks. They're not going to uh, put that aside when this is all over. And this is going to end. I just don't know when it's going to end. But I do have a couple theories out there. Looking back, I'm, I'm the guy who likes to put a puzzle together. And I'm going to theorize a little bit here for you. 
that going back to Jade Helm, that whole United Nations Jane Helm exercise that was in the United States, and uh, and then thinking about also when uh, Sam's Club closed, I believe sixty nine of their big box stores, and immediately not phased them out immediately. We know that they're working very closely. Sam's Club, Walmart is working really closely with. Um, what is that? People want to call me when I'm on here. Oh, okay. They're working very closely with government. And so what I theorize is, John, we're going to see a lot of store closures, yep. lots of store closures, and we're going to see monopolies. And I think, I think Walmart is going to be one of your big retail monopolies. I think Amazon is going to be one of the big retail monopolies. You're going to be buying most everything. If you want to buy it, you're going to be buying either Walmart or you're going to order it on Amazon. But I think we're going to see a phase-out of a lot of retail. Lots of retail. You're going to have monopolies built now. Chris Hinckley. Yes, sir. How are you? Hey, Chris. Well, you know, under the circumstances, I've been better. But uh, as well as can be, I suppose. Hey, Steve. Yeah. How are you doing, Chris? Good. Good. I suppose. Love your show, by the way, man. Love your show. Thank you. Um, I just thought, you know, if I could contribute anything to the discussion, I, I might try, um, watching the press conferences lately is the white house, uh, coronavirus task force press briefings is, I think it's kind of like watching, uh, cats chase laser pens, but, um, (laughs) well, and, and everybody, and Chris, I don't know if you've heard me. Um, we, everybody is chiming in as to what should be done and their great ideas. You know, it's all, all hands on deck, you know, we're united. It's if we're fighting another world war and we're getting together and we're working hard to defeat an enemy. Well, this enemy can never be defeated because it's what it's a damn flu and it's going to be on this planet as long as we are. But the problem I'm having here with Chris is the obvious connections between right. our, our Microsoft Wisdo guy that's got patents yeah. on, uh, on, on vaccinations, finding out that the CDC has upwards to almost, and thank you, Mr. Landry, for this, uh, 400 vaccinations that they're going to be rolling out. Against yeah. what? Who the hell knows? Yeah. Uh, we're now and, seeing peer review, uh, review studies starting to come out now going, wait a minute here, uh, all this adjuvant stuff and all the vaccines you're shooting up with people that's causing our little children's brains to turn to mush. This yep. is a very dangerous but a very exciting time. I look at this, Chris, is there, they're going for broke here. Absolutely. And and you know, and, and, and you people out there that have ever played the game of poker or watched it, I love watching these poker tournaments in in Las Vegas because you always got the guy, he hasn't had a good run of cards, his luck has been down, he's going to put everything on this hand because he knows he's not going to last too much longer, so he takes his itty-bitty little pile of chips and he goes all in. Well... Yep. Yeah, and in order to stay in the game a while longer and to get a little pile of chips back in front of them. But you know what? Nine times out of ten, these guys that are all in, they're out. Let's take this break. Chris Hinckley is online. Steve Elkins from Florida. 
How would you like to earn an extra $10,000 or more a month from the comfort of your home? We show you how to win with a home-based business opportunity. This could be one of the best financial decisions you ever make. Work from home, full-time or part-time. Plus, you'll never have to talk to anyone. Our professional sales team closes all your sales for you, and you keep 70% of all the sales made. You could be earning money while you're sleeping, shopping, working out, wherever you are, day or night. Our system goes to work for you. You can make a great income without any special computer skills or sales training. Plus, you get paid fast. Within just 24 to 48 hours after our professional sales team closes a sale for you, let us help you eliminate your financial concerns. You could be earning enough money to pay off debt, buy a house, a car, or whatever the case may be. We've got you covered. If you'd like to add an extra $10,000 or more a month to your portfolio and you would like to know exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. Go now to www.getstartedwithus.com That's www.getstartedwithus.com Again, that's www.getstartedwithus.com Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Chris, the reason why I brought up the all-in scenario is they're going for broke on this one. And, you know, we talked about before, you know, their one-world government plans, the European Union, we were supposed to have the North American Union. They were all supposed to join in a few choruses of Kumbaya, and we were all going to go down this merry road of globalism and all live a happy life for the rest of our existence on this planet. Uh, and my question, Chris, has always been, What's the banker's plan next? Well, I think we're seeing it. 
I think we're we're seeing a reset of uh, maybe currencies. Maybe we're going to go cashless. Maybe, 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 maybe. But I'm looking at this, and this is the response that we're now getting. Is it a weapon of mass distraction? For what purpose? But I think their global visions have been melding. So by Jiminy, they're going to take control one way or the other, up to and including, as I said to Steve, maybe this is just a dry run to see who's going to play ball and who isn't. And that 75% of the world's population we've been hearing that they really want to get rid of because it ain't sustainable, maybe the next time the gangster banksters and their grand plans for world government uh, are going to be using uh, weaponized stuff the next time that truly is going to be killing millions and millions and millions of people. Yeah. Well, there's so much going on, as as we all know, you know, the three of us and, and other folks, There's they're doing so much right now that you can't even talk about all of it. It, it it's, uh, reminds me of the Event 201 flood the zone conversation they were having, but when it when the thing snowball, the brown snowball first started rolling downhill, I drew a little image of a funnel with stuff going into it. The funnel is the coronavirus scare. And into the funnel, I just had restricted travel, real ID vaccines, 5G, bioengineering, surveillance, eugenics, or population reduction, AI, rewilding, continuity of government, cashless society, cryptocurrency, economy, uh, economic reset or collapse, UBI, and it's there's evidence of all of that. I mean, that was just a suspicion. But like you said, John, it's happening. And what's crazy is that that Event 201 stuff is still published. And the language that you used, for example, in that story that you mentioned, just-in-time supply chain, that's language they used at mm-hmm. the Event 201 deal. Mm-hmm. And every time you look, like you said, this this character, how does this guy who's a technology guy end up publishing stuff in the New England Journal of Medicine? And why is Dr. Sanjay Gupta, the doctor in the conversation between uh, Anderson Cooper, Gupta, and Bill Gates, why is the doctor fawning over Bill Gates when he speaks about you know this kind of stuff? And in today's press conference, you guys probably know that last week when Niall Ferguson revised his numbers, which was the big model they were leaning on, Burks and Fauci, um, when he revised his numbers and said, I think we're through the worst of it, Deborah Burks came out and tried to get out in front of that and basically obfuscated and, uh, you know, spurted ink like a cuttlefish, as (laughs) Orwell might say, to deflect. And today they're talking about the Chris Murray model, which is interesting because if you look up Chris Murray, even on Wikipedia right now, which who knows how long it'll last, but Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation at University of Washington, guess who's behind – I'll give you, you know, guess who's behind Chris Murray and the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation? Uh, Any guess? uh, uh, The guy that used to run Microsoft? Here's from his Wikipedia entry under the section titled Research right now. I mean, among other things, he's World Health Organization. He's Harvard Center for Population, or should we be honest and say Depopulation and Development Studies. He's a Rhodes Scholar, you know, Oxford, all that good stuff. But... 
Also, under the section titled Research, it says, His work attracted the attention of Bill Gates, <laughs> who decided to use the concept blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, in 2007, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, along with the state of Washington, established the IHME and selected Murray as its leader. And this is where they get their new study. What a surprise. But wait, it gets better. Because if you skip down a little bit, one of the institutions that we've heard about is this thing called Gavi, the Global Alliance on Vaccines and Immunization, which was represented at the Event 201, and they are also part of the ID2020 Alliance. So under his bio, it says, um, as head of IHME, Murray greatly expanded on his earlier research, leading an effort by 480 researchers, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to produce, uh, where was I? Uh, you got to skip ahead a little bit. Oh, 2008, The Lancet published uh, findings from Murray and IHME's work evaluating the work of Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, which showed. So the point is, you know, the more you dig into this, the fewer and fewer people are involved. And it's the AIDS HIV contingent, which is Fauci and Burks and. You know, these other folks, there was a guy, William Hazeltine, on Fox earlier today. And he said two disturbing things, but guess who just got back from Wuhan? Dr. William Hazeltine. Guess who's Harvard and HIV AIDS? Hazeltine. Mm. Anyway. Hang on. We got a bottom of the hour break here. We'll be back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! 
Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease-Off, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Don't regret growing old. It's a privilege denied to many. Heart disease is taking our youth from us. Young people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond are dying needlessly. One of the hardest messages I've ever had to deliver is to convince people that something natural like Extendivite should be taken as a preventative measure. I'm sure you heard an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Extendivite is that ounce. Take Extendivite for one year and see what your doctor has to say and how much better you feel. Herbs take time to address the problem. It took years of life to have a problem. Give Extendivite one year to fix the problem. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or visit us on Amazon. Extend your life with With the limits of ambition and the scars of the marketplace. Welcome to the land of flame and fizz. Where you will learn that packaging is all that ever is. Uh, packaging is all it ever is. <laughs> Put the guy out there with a white coat and a stethoscope and he'll tell you anything. <laughs> Chris, um, Steve... Um, is here to discuss this psychosis that is going on with people. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, we we have it. It's uh, it's growing. Uh, like I saw, I saw a good example of it today. I'm walking around the Walmart, and um, it, it's scary because uh, you know, right now, the, all the elective surgeries, everything elective is has been put on hold at the hospital. That's why the beds are available. They, uh, doctors and, you know, everything's kind of shut down. Everything's come, kind of come to a halt except emergent stuff. So right now there's lots of vacancies in the hospitals in my area. I can tell you that for a fact. So, um, when the wheels start turning again, and, uh, hopefully it does pretty soon, you are going to see a backlog of so much stuff, people trying to get in and get their, their ailments fixed, this and this. I mean, it's going to be. It's going to be a major traffic jam of trying to get back and catch up. And um, there's already a burnout already in the industry already. So, um, well, and, and what, we, you were you know, ta- what you were talking about, Steve, recall that patients in hospitals that have been confined in a hospital room. What happened? A long, long time. Yeah. Well, what happened? The chronic health ones. Um, you know, we get you know we get some of these these, these surgery patients like uh, like, a, like an open heart surgery, and they're kind of a risky case because of their age, but uh, they still have the surgery done, and um, they go very slow in their healing. They may be weeks there, they may be months there sometimes. If not in ICU, they'll be on a step down unit and still not unable unable to be discharged to go home. 
And there's a certain amount of time that when they're in a hospital and seeing all the people and the machinery, the machinery will probably drive you crazy. Could you imagine being stuck in, a, in an MRI machine, that clanking noise? That Actually, I had that done before, and that is nerve-wracking. But the hospital has noises, and people say, well, get a good night's sleep. In a hospital, <laughs> impossible. Yeah. With my technology, what I have in those, in those ICU rooms, all that stuff makes a lot of noise. And there's alarms going off from other patients. And really, to get a, night, a good night's sleep is nearly impossible. That's why nearly every patient is put on a medication, a sleeper, so they can get a night's sleep, so they can zone out of all this stuff. But there's a, there's a, a certain amount of time where you start to see this behavior change, this personality change. And at nighttime, we see with old people, we call it sundowner's syndrome. And we have no clue unless it's organic and brain and something. We, I'm not really sure what's causing it, but people that would be normal in their own homes at nighttime in the ICU, maybe with all the other, other stuff around them, start to, um, start to go a little crazy and start to pull, off, uh, pull out their IVs and, and want to get out of here. And they, they, they go through this, and it's almost every night, so we have to figure out how to stop that. And... Um, so, but the ICU psychosis is is kind of what we're seeing now, on a low level of it. But I expect it to get worse. The longer people are cooped up and quarantined, the more they're going to start to get antsy, caged. Uh, the quarantine is going to uh, it's going to bring out some violence. I think there's going to be a lot of domestic violence with it. In time, I mean, you love your wife, but you don't want to see her that much, right? And if you're cooped up with kids and, and you can't get out and you don't have work and you don't have money coming in, that all mounts up. That stress, the economic stress part of it is going to be really, really big. And people are going to be losing houses. They're losing their cars, their boats. And uh, that economic part of it all is going to bring a lot more stress, a lot more anger. Yep. Anger that may be lashed out the government later on. And uh, I do think we're going to see more suicides here uh, soon. We're going to see more suicides. I, uh, I, I'm, I am just amazed. And Steve, we, we're, we're witnessing this and we don't yet know of the long term, whether it's economic, whether it's physical, we don't know what the long term effect, because this has never been done before. You know, I'm looking at pictures of, uh, London, uh, middle of London shops, boutiques, whatever. I mean, the streets are absolutely empty. Here in America, you got businesses. Last week, it was 3% of restaurants aren't coming back. Well, for every week this goes on, the numbers of these restaurants that are now shut down are not going to be coming back. Now, I don't look for them to be bought up by a local corporation, but hey, this is the systemic effects of this are going to be felt for a very long time. Now imagine, let's add on top of what you just said, people are out there struggling. They're working before this coronavirus. They they didn't understand why there's no advertising. Uh, people are selling advertising. Well, why won't you buy any advertising? That's a question I've been asking for a very, very long time, ever since 2009. They're just not spending money on advertising. So when you look at the situation, were people anxious before? You bet that you bet you that they were, and and we would put out there, well, unemployment rates at three and a half percent. Don't think so. No. A, a, did did ninety two million people go back to work? No, they did not. 
The disposable income was shrinking and shrinking and shrinking while the taxes and the devaluation of the dollar is out there to eating up what's left of what you're out there struggling with. People were already anxious. They were already under pressure. Now we have a brand, Papa's got a brand new bag here, the coronavirus bag. Now let's spring that on them. And, and I, don't, I don't like to think, Steve, in those terms, but you're right. We're going to see a whole lot more people just give up because they don't have any faith in anything anymore. Yeah, well, you, you well, mentioned in that first hour about uh, the scam of the, the, the guy that's on the edge already with his business. You know, this is going to this is going to put him out, and uh, the government came up and said, well, we'll give you low-interest yeah, business loans. Yeah. Well, you, why? Uh, to what? To salvage what? You know, it's, uh, it, it doesn't make sense uh, to get him back into debt, more debt, to get his business back when it was on the edge to begin with. This is interesting. I mean, this is the most bizarre thing I think I've ever seen. I, it, that that is a selling that's been sold to the American people, Chris and John. That's been sold to the American people. Yeah, it's been well orchestrated, and they don't have the numbers, but they sold it anyway. Yep, they, this, they sold the fear this, and that the low body yeah. count still blows me and away. That, that's my that was my point with what Burks has been saying. You know, the fact that their main their main modeling guy revises numbers they the hubris they double down i've been saying um on road warrior radio that it seems like they they've been shocked kind of like we, we talked about early on with you know the after effects of 9-11 and mm-hmm. they it's like they have this little huddle before these press conferences and you know uh andrew cuomo does his best christopher walken impression and they they say to each other okay don't you know just go out and hit your mark and deliver your lines and they just keep seeming to grow in their hubris in my opinion even though like you said the numbers don't justify Mm -hmm. this and so now this new model that they're pointing to is clearly a put-up job if you do literally like 90 seconds worth of research (laughs) it's gates it's gates foundation it's world health organ it's all of the same people yep and you know this should be – if anybody should be brought to The Hague immediately, it's everybody associated with this criminal enterprise right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's astonishing. So to, to what you guys were saying just a minute ago, the St. Louis Fed uh, released a study. Um, there's an article in Business Insider I talked about this morning. 32% unemployment and 47 million out of work. The Fed just issued an alarming forecast. And um, to the restaurants, Tom Colicchio, who's one of the top chef guys and has a bunch of restaurants, a bunch of uh, employees, he's been on CNN and other places saying that he already let like hundreds of employees go and he thinks that 75% of restaurants in America won't make it because they're running on razor-thin margins. And one step beyond that, um, Del Bigtree had – Toby Rogers on his last live stream, who's a political economist, and Toby Rogers was saying that one of the things that doesn't get factored in is the health effects of the economic downturn, and that he said there have been some studies done on that, and it has – the economic downturn has significant health effects, and so it's definitely the suicides, but it's also shorter lifespans as a result. Gentlemen, so, I – You know uh, what's going to happen – those those who don't die, Chris. Those who don't die, 
from the coronavirus when they figure out the hoax, the, the scam that was played on them. They won't know the reasons why. I think 50 years from now, you know, under the Freedom of Information Act, we'll find out, just as we found out about MK Ultra and many other uh, operations, psyops they've done, that we're going to find out what this is all about. But, you know, what doesn't kill them, what CV doesn't kill them, the CV-19 doesn't kill them, the, an economic death will. They'll have a slow mm-hmm. economic death. And yeah. uh, they're going to be very angry when they come back and say, wait a minute, I lost my job. I lost all my belongings. I lost this, that. For what? What, what did these guys do? And they'll finally figure it out that the numbers didn't equate to a pandemic. It was a panic-demic yeah. that was created, and they sold it really well. The oh, mainstream media, yeah. the government sold it well. Yeah. And they'll find out 50 years from now what the whole operation was about, what they, what they wanted to succeed in doing with this operation. We've got callers that are loading up here. I'm going to ask the callers to be brief in your statement or your question so we can get through this. Uh, Fred in Iowa, you're up first. Hello, Fred. Okay, John, I'll be short, but let me get it all out. Out of chaos, order. And it will be economic, psychological, physical, and spiritual. Okay, I got a question for... And you're all right on track, but you haven't finally got there yet. All this chaos. Okay, there's a question for all three of you. What will happen when we have the... The one world government. Each of you, please answer me. What do you think? When we have well, the... Wait, well, wait a minute. Your assumption is we're going to have one. Uh, it didn't work out before, and they did it on a commercial basis. Now they're okay. using... Hold on. Now they're using fear. And it once the dust settles on this one, more and more people. This is why I use the analogy of the small poker player that's desperately trying to hang into the game. They're pushing everything in here. If this blows up on them, what next? I don't think there's going to be their world government as has been described, Fred. That's okay, my yes, answer. John, you're correct. May I talk? Yes, John, you're correct. You're all, what you're saying is correct. It's going to get so chaotic. But when, and if you want to look at it this way, John, if we have the one world government, what will happen then? Okay. Well, I'll answer. I won't put, I won't put you guys under pressure. We will have a one world religion. Church I'll, I'll answer that. Can I answer together. that? Go, go ahead. Chris, Fred, church and may state I... will go together, and the church will control the state. They will use the state to kill the people that don't go along with the church. And right. I won't take any more time. Well, hang on a second, Chris. Chris, Chris, wants, Chris wants to. Chris wants to respond. Let me say one thing before Chris starts: is that there will be no religion. Religion will end. There will be no religion in one world government. You got God will that be killed right, off. Chris. There will be no religion. Chris, Chris, you got that right, but there will that, be a religion. Okay. And it will not I'm losing be control religion. here, and this is not a good thing for a talk show host to do. Fred, I thank you for your call. We got we got the point. Thank you. J.R. in Georgia. Hello, J.R. Good evening, gentlemen. Hi. Um, Steve, I appreciate the show last week. I forgot what night it was, Wednesday or Thursday. I'll be as quick as I can. You spoke of dividing the bit and today, 
again, once again, they're still reporting. This is on Fox News by... JR, stop stop here a second. You're you're severely distorted. Are you on speaker? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir, I am. And how many, JR, how many times I got to say this on this show, if you are on a speaker, shut it off and get the mouthpiece. I've said this about 9,000 times and people keep ignoring, so I got to stop the show to remind you not to do this on a speakerphone. Please, now go ahead. Do you hear me now? Like yeah, clear perfect. as a bell. Okay, I'm sorry. Actually, I was not on a speaker. But I was getting to the point of last week's show when you and Steve were on either Wednesday or Thursday night, and you were speaking in regard to the ventilators being doubled up. Yeah. Again, right. once again, I saw today on Fox News by a specific doctor, I do not recall his name, but he is mm-hmm. once again putting out the notion that they're doubling up on ventilators. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Can't do it. And that's it's not possible. Point. It is not possible. It is totally impossible to use one ventilator for two patients. If you look, if you go online, look at a picture of a ventilator and look at the circuitry. The circuitry is for one patient. Look how long the tubing is. You cannot double up on the ventilator for two people. You cannot do it. Well, you, you would actually probably contaminate right. the other person if you even tried. You cannot do it. It's impossible. No. Well, my point bad is... Bad information from listeners. news. Bad information. Yeah. Jer? That, that's exactly the point I was getting to, is mm-hmm. because yep. the information that we're getting on a daily basis is so incorrect and misleading, yep. it's causing this panic. And I appreciate you for your show. And John, by the way, yes, sir. I did send y'all some daggum money. Well, I, I appreciate that very much. <laughs> And, and by the Don't way, take care. all right, thank you very Thanks, much, yeah. JR. I appreciate it. Yeah, folks, just a reminder here, there's various out, uh, different ways that people communicate. Some of it's Bluetooth, some of it's they're just on a speakerphone. Look, it's very hard to sometimes hear you. Sometimes it's cell reception, how much bandwidth you have. So please, you know, I, 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 I'm sorry, but I get irritated when I get repeated callers calling into the show using what I've already told them, please don't use. It makes it hard for the listeners out there. If you want to be heard, your opinion, your question, please get on some communication device that is not distorted. I thank you for that. Francis, North Carolina. Hey, hey, fellas. Uh, Several points for you. John, yes. uh, one, you questioned the nature of what this uh, viral bug is about and so forth. Well, you hit one nail on the on the head as far as the confidel goes, and that's being and this is based on financial reasons. Uh, and quite frankly, as a result, the so-called power elite, or what are you going to call them, they're, they're so all-knowing and all-powerful and so forth, they're no more powerful than a pig in a, a sloth uh, sucking on mud. Uh, to start with, they have shot themselves in the foot with this uh, viral bug they helped to instigate and uh, cut loose into the public forum and so forth. And the various uh, financial financiers that have uh, financiers that have instigated this crap, even though they think they're above all the laws that there are in the world, let alone God, goddess, whatever deity you wish to refer to as. Um, they are not above karma, and they're going to bite the dirt big time when their time comes. 
Uh, and lastly, people need to do a reality check of common sense whenever they're going out shopping during the daytime, especially if there's like a curfew time. Uh, I know over here on Rocky Mount, uh, here on the east side of uh, North Carolina, they're doing some of the most bizarre things that I could ever imagine doing, and it's like, have you people lost your mind of doing common sense out the door or let alone window? To the point that when a cashier yells at you that you need to stand behind a certain taped line and so forth, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel like you're a, pe- uh, you're a piece of catalyst been affected by a plague. And to the point that after I made the purchase, I turned around and said, I don't deserve that kind of treatment. And I turned around and returned the item, and I walked out and yeah. told him, I said, I'm a human being, not some uh, uh, pestilence-infected cow that you can yell at. Well, and, and thank, you, thank you for bringing that up, Francis, because I'm hearing commercials <laughs> on local radio uh, that we're doing everything we can and blah, 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 and everybody's got a better idea, and everybody is unified because they're all joining in to solve oh, this non-existent problem. It, they, they wish they could, and quite frankly, they're full of it, to be honest. I mean, when that's uh, not, they turn around... Yeah, that's not stopping, that's not it, stopping them promoting this stuff. And, and I, oh, was think, I was thinking about this earlier today, Francis, literally, while I'm shaving in the mirror. I thought, you know what? These people that are pushing this, I don't know that I want to do business with them after this. But then I Thank thought, you. but but wait a minute. Okay, my follow-up thought, <laughs> that's what I thought. Yeah, Eureka, I just don't want to do business. Well, that's going to be the problem in the future, very near future, is doing business. And more and more people are going to continue to lose jobs. They've got us between a rock and a rock. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I would have to agree with you. But when they start instigating policies, i.e. politics, from the corporate office down, Mm -hmm. that, oh, you have to have your bar on your uh, shopping cart wiped down with some spray that you don't even know what's in it, I'm like, no, you spray that on this this handlebar of the shopping cart, and we're going to tango. I am not going to have this bar sprayed just so I can go get shopping done in the store. I don't think so. You're barking up the wrong woman. Uh, see, you're no. not going to you're not going to be one of the survivors in the near future when they run another pandemic and they really run uh, a biological. And then when I shove a needle up my backside, you're you may be right about that, but I'm not going to put myself at the, uh, the behest of whoever wants to shove a needle up, well, that, up France, my backside. Francis, I'll tell you how bad this is getting in Chicago. One of the hospitals, and they want the state governor to go along with this is that if somebody comes in over the age of whatever, they're not going to try to help them at all. They're going to let them die. I'm not surprised. I'm not either. But you know something? That organization will end up suffering shortly after that for their ignorance. Yeah. All right, Frank. You do not toast the elderly at your own expense of saving money. Uh Uh-uh. That's not the way you do it. Especially if you look at the fact that they've been sucked dry all of their life by every charlatan out there. And this is this is what you get. Made my point. And this is Made what you point. get at the end of your life is you're just allowed to lay there and suffer and die. Wonderful. Yeah, they really care. You know, think about this, guys. Think about their national health care. And we talked about the death panels. And then all of a sudden that information started leaking out. Well, you know, we're not going to do this in case of that. If somebody is a certain age and they got this condition, we're not going to do anything. 
Now you're seeing, now you, these caring, loving people are coming out and telling you how exactly they value you and your entire life spending, uh, spent working, trying to build a life, raising kids, you know, being part of your community, going to church, and whatever else. Ta-da, here's the end of your life. Yeah, you can go to hell now. Wow. So loving. I didn't mean to scare you guys off. So, uh, I'm up in Montana, and uh, I just felt an earthquake. Some of us have been talking about how maybe the weather might get weird. Apparently, there's an earthquake in Montana. Well, a little one, but you know, uh, okay. I was gonna <laughs> say in regard to uh, what you two were just talking about. I started saying before the 2016 election, Hayek. You know, Road to Serfdom, Chapter 2, The Great Utopia, he reminded us that socialism and its roots was uh, frankly authoritarian. And he said even St. Simon predicted that those who did not obey his proposed planning boards would be treated as cattle. And we've all done a, a lot of talk about, um, you know, the feeling, the burn and how – Basically, the National Socialists were the Nazis, and the more we drift in that direction, the more authoritarian things become. And it's just interesting, and this – what really is, I think, as much a perception management campaign as anything, I've been noticing – there was a GeekWire article I mentioned this morning. Businesses okay, I'm running out of time, Chris. I, I'm, is, I'm flat out running out of time. All right. Okay. And I, 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 I need to close this down. I didn't know you were going to join us. Uh, Sorry. The, the, no, no, that's okay. No, I'm glad that you're here. But Steve and I had a lot of subject matter, and we didn't even really get to it. But that's okay. My apologies. No, Sorry, this guys. this don't, don't this quit. is this is not going away. We will be still talking about this for some time to come. Dan, let me bring you in because you've been holding forever. You got about 45 seconds if you can get it in there. John, I can get it in in 20 to 30. Thank you. Three observations. A friend from New York City, large Italian family and big circle of friends. None of them are seeing any evidence of this on the ground. Number two, a nurse friend of mine at a local hospital here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, same thing, they're clearing out all their beds for something they're expecting right now. All the beds are empty, no patients. Third, I'm not seeing any evidence of it on the ground in my surroundings, but I'm sure seeing people lose their jobs and a handful of them now facing eviction. Yep. Dan, thank thank you very much. I appreciate you holding on for that. That is important. Uh, Chris, thanks. I appreciate you joining us here. Thanks, Chris. You bet. All righty, sir. Appreciate it very much. And Steve, uh, do you think you'll get called back to work tomorrow? Uh, I'm not, I'm off tomorrow. Um, so oh. if you want me to pop back in, I can pop back in tomorrow. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, Why don't we make it a threesome here with uh, Roger Landry? Oh, sure. All right. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. All right, folks. Please. Uh, yeah, we understand it's dire times. Money's tight. We know that here at the network. Please support what we're doing so we can be here for another Coronavirus Day just for you. <laughs> we'll see you. Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say... 
Does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www.newswithviews.com, where truth is more important than political correctness. That's www.newswithviews.com. Hey, don't throw that away. We can use that in the birdcage. Okay, move over. Let me start reading newswithviews.com. The truth? Read all about it at newswithviews.com. Newswithviews.com, where reality shatters illusion. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.